Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. It's all about people lives being changed and transformed, right? Uh, Affecting atmospheres uh, in different places and and surrounding even our cities and our areas as we pray. You know, even our own personal lives because we know that as we pray for others, God is also changing us, right? Creating us to be more and more like his son Jesus because that really is God's purpose for every one of us that we would grow closer to the image of his son. So listen, there's an awakening coming. It's already here. And we're believing that the Holy Spirit is beginning to move in his remnant. Those that really seek God, those that are really in tune with the Lord. So right now I wanna go ahead and get started with our Bible study. And I've entitled our time together, Prayer is Vital. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, God's word says this, never stop praying. Other versions say, pray without ceasing. That means never stop, always be in a prayerful attitude. Because when you're walking in a prayerful attitude, you're, you're in constant communion with God. And that could be a, an attitude that throughout the day, you're just talking to God. You're, you're conversing with the Lord all day long, whether you're at work, when you're driving, uh, if you're on the road, as you're doing your day-to-day routine, you just stay in an attitude of prayer and you talk because prayer releases the supernatural. We wanna see an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We wanna see God move in a mighty way. Then prayer releases the supernatural power of God. And we know that prayer is so powerful because when you pray, you're plugged in, you're connected to the Lord. And prayer just accomplishes so many things, right? And I believe another thing that prayer does that we need more of in our lives is that prayer restores our faith. When we feel down sometimes, we may be doubting God, or maybe we're in a situation in a battle and we just don't know how we're gonna get out of it. That's the time when being connected to God restores our faith to believe his word, to trust what he says more than what we see to be able to actually put our hope and our trust in Him, amen, and faith begins to rise up when we're connected to the Lord in prayer and also because we're connecting with one another. Remember, the Bible says when two or more are gathered in His name, that He will be present. Man, it's restoring faith, it's energizing our spiritual life and just trusting God for more because God has given every single one of us an assignment, right? He's given us a purpose to be here. And another thing that I wanna close with this little area in is that prayer renews our vision. That's right, it renews our vision. See, we need to know that every day we can continue to renew the vision that God has given us. See, many of us already know what God has called us to do. See, we know what our purpose is, but we need to keep renewing that vision because how many know that sometimes we go through attacks, we go through issues, Sometimes we can take our eyes off the vision and we start looking at all the situations around us. We look to the left and look to the right and we get distracted. See, not only will it renew our vision, but it will also give us a vision. 
It'll give us, some of us maybe are looking for God's purpose in our lives. Maybe you're in a place where you say, man, I know there's more and I know God has things for me, but maybe you haven't gotten to that place where you really understand where it is and how to get there. Amen. Listen, God will give you the vision in prayer as well of what he wants you to do. And God will confirm it in other people's hearts as well. So they'll confirm that whatever God's placed in your heart through prayer, someone will confirm it to let you know that it is God that is calling you to do that as well. And I believe that prayer energizes us, amen, and gives us the power to enter into the battles to not run from the battle, but run to the front line. Come on, somebody. When we know that there's a battle, we know that we can fully engage our enemy. Fully engage your enemy. When you're fighting, just know the enemy is all in. If the enemy is all in to try to destroy us, then we have to be all in to defeat him as well. Look what Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10 says this. Whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Never fight half-heartedly. Never fight half-heartedly. See, your battle deserves all your attention. The devil will often bring diversions to keep you from fully participating. The enemy is attacking you on the front but it'll also attack you on the flanks, on your left side and your right side. Many of those can be a diversion. You'll see something happen and it's a diversion that you respond to, but really the enemy's coming in from the other direction. So we need to be fully engaged, fully alert, fully ready to do what God has called us to do because when we get into a battle, we have to be all in because you need to understand all in in a battle means you're all in in prayer. You're all in to let God step into the battle with you as well. Remember, winning your battle authorizes God to promote you. That's right. That's why I've said it last week many times that when a battle is just another way of God preparing you, come on somebody, for a promotion for the next level. You know, whenever you defeat an enemy, especially when you read the Old Testament, there was always spoils. That means when they win the battle, they would take everything off the soldiers, right? They would take the swords, they would take their valuables, they would take all of this and they would carry that away. And many times it was a huge treasure of things and weapons that they would have. So you see, when you go into battle, it's an opportunity, hallelujah, to get the spoils of the battle. In other words, God's blessings. Know that God's blessings are always at the end of every battle. Come on, somebody. See, Satan is serious about destroying you. We need to be serious about defeating him as well. It's time you become serious about winning. And when you do, you're going to find all kinds of power that the Holy Spirit is going to fill you with to make sure you can engage that battle and you can win it. And you know, the battle place right now that we have to fight every single day is the battle place of the mind. The battlefield is in your mind. So we need to understand the enemy is always going to come against your mind with thoughts that discourage you, thoughts that distract you, thoughts that disrupt what God wants to do in your life. Harness your thoughts. That's right. Harness your thoughts. Look what Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 has to say. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good rapport, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. 
It's about harnessing your thoughts and giving your mind direction of what it needs to see and what it needs to think. What happens in your mind is likely to happen in your future. Absolutely. Listen, when you meditate at specific scriptures today, it will unlock your faith in God to receive it. So whatever you're meditating, whatever you're thinking about on a regular basis will manifest itself into your future. Search out scriptures that pertain to your particular situation. Make your mind your servant. Listen, make your mind your servant. Your mind is not your enemy. Your mind is your servant that you can bring into the submission of Jesus Christ, right? Tear down every imagination. When you read about that in God's word, Paul is talking about tearing down every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against God. So that all that happens in our minds sometimes. And we need to realize that you can say stop in Jesus' name. I bring every thought under captivity right now in the name of Jesus. And then, of course, you begin to direct your mind to focus itself where it needs to be. See, at the same time that your mind can create your future, understand that when fear and all these other things and maybe doubt or maybe you're thinking about all these negative things that could happen in your mind, then you can also manifest those things as well. And we want to make sure that whatever is manifested through our thought life, through what God has said in his word, that those are the things that manifest in our lives, not the things that we fear and maybe what if this is going to happen or we fear that this may happen. We can actually begin to think so much about those things that they actually manifest themselves. Fill your mental warehouse with the word of God. Fill your mind with, saturate your mind with God's word so that those are the things you're constantly thinking about. Those are the things that you're starting to declare, right? Because whatever you put in your mind affects your emotions and whatever's in your emotions, you take action. And of course you speak those things. All of this together unlocks your future. Unlock your future. Look what Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says. And this is so powerful and it's so important for every one of us to understand. As you harness your thoughts, as you can fully engage the enemy, and of course, to unlock your future. Why is that important? Did you know that you can predict your future? Oh, absolutely. Let me share this with you because this is what God's word says. Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says this, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you give is the same measure you also receive. What's that saying is, yes, you can predict your future. When you give, know that God is going to bless you. Know that blessings will be unlocked. And the Bible says, good measure, pressed down and shaken. Come on, get all the air out, pack it in tight. What God's word is saying is that when you're generous, you're going to get so much more in return. So yes, you can predict your future by saying, when I plant the seed, I will get a harvest. See, seed faith is what I'm talking about. And seed faith is exchanging what you have for what God has promised. See, seed faith is talking about sowing in faith for a specific harvest. You know, aiming and targeting your faith and your seed that you're planting, right? Because God is going to do great and mighty things. Seed faith pulls the future. Oh, this is, oh my gosh, get ready for this. Seed faith pulls your future 
towards you. Oh my goodness. Man, I gotta tell you folks, you need to understand how powerful it is. And in this particular scripture, Luke is also talking about giving, you know, being generous with your time, being generous with your talents, and of course, being generous with your treasures. That's right, with the blessing, the finances, the resources that God has given you. When you're generous that way, when your future comes closer towards you and you're drawing the future that God has for you. See, God does not respond to needs. See, a lot of folks think, well, God knows I need this, right? He responds to your seeds when he's trusted. He responds to your faith because you see, when you plant seeds, that's demonstrating your faith. That's demonstrating that you have faith in God's promises. So it's not the seed that activates it, it's the faith that you have behind the seed because you know that God is gonna do great and mighty things. And listen, God wants you blessed. God wants you prosperous, amen? And I want you to hear that because somebody, someone told you that being a Christian meant that you have to be poor. That's a lie straight from the pit of hell, amen? I want you to know that you can prosper, that the Bible says as your soul prospers, so as you grow, as your mind, your soul, your emotions grow and have more capacity for what God has, God will multiply your seeds, multiply your faith, and you'll, and you'll begin to operate in the overflow. Oh, praise God. Come on. I hope that you're encouraged by this word. And if you were, make sure you hit the share button. Well, praise God. Well, let's pray. Let's pray right now because we want to enter into God's presence. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for your presence right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, we know that prayer is the key that unlocks heaven, Lord God. It unlocks the door of heaven. So Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to continue to grow our prayer life, to spend more time with you, to turn the television off, to turn the news off, and turn into the good news of who you are, oh God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the privilege that we have to enter your presence in prayer every single day. Help us and teach us how to fully engage the enemy that we know, Lord God, that we have the authority and the power. We do not fight by ourselves. There are a host of angels fighting with us. Your Holy Spirit is there. You go before us to prepare the way as well. So in Jesus' name, help us, oh God, to be focused, Lord Father, as we go forward. Because we're here, Lord God, to dominate our day, to dominate what the enemy is trying to do. And in Jesus' name, to take authority over every area of our lives that the enemy is trying to tear down. And Father God, we come against every thought that would exalt itself above you, every imagination that would think things outside of your will, because we know, God, that you've given us the power to go forth in our lives, to harness our thoughts, to evict the devil's messages as they come in, Lord God, and say, no, 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 not today, devil. I'm not gonna believe that thought in Jesus' name. I take every thought under captivity right now in the name of Jesus, and Lord, I thank you that I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, that my mind right now is filled with your thoughts and what you want in my life as well. Today, I put on the mind of Christ in Jesus' name and walk in all wisdom, all understanding and insight 
in Jesus' name. And Father God, I thank you, Lord Father, for the principle of giving, Lord God, because as we give, we are blessed, Lord God, pressed down, shaken together. Come on, Lord, overflowing, Lord God. So help us to dedicate our time, dedicate our treasures and our talents to give them back to you as acts of worship, Lord God, as you require them to be. So Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that all heaven is open before us, Lord God, that new ideas will be dropping into our mind, Lord God, ideas that will generate income, ideas that we can start businesses with, ideas, Father God, where we can be a blessing to others, Lord God, and also blessing to our families, Lord God, to provide for every need that we have in Jesus' name. I pray a, a spirit of blessing and prosperity over your people, Lord God. Your word says, Father God, very clearly that we will have good success, Lord God, when we meditate on your word, we apply your word, oh God. So Lord, thank you in advance, Lord God, for divine ideas for divine thoughts, for business ideas that will be birthed in Jesus' name, for promotions that are coming in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we receive it right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray right now, Lord God, for salvation. We're going to pray for those on our prayer list right now. So in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for saving those on our list right now. I pray for your salvation, that they will come to the cross in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord God, even now for divine healing. Lord, let your healing power be loosed right now. Every person on our list, in the name of Jesus, we speak healing over their bodies, divine health into them right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that chains are being broken right now, that addictions, Lord God, are being broken off people, bad habits, hurts, hangups, things that hold them down, weighing them down, sin that will be, that besets them in Jesus name, Lord God, free them, Lord God, from the bondages that they're in right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare them free for he who the son sets free is free indeed. So we thank you for the freedom that they will know the truth, Lord God, because the truth makes them free. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, in Jesus name. We thank you for your divine provision. Because we know with every vision, you make a way and you provide. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, even now for providing for every single need for those on our list and those that are listening right now. Father God, whatever needs they are, you know exactly what they are. We thank you in advance that even now, by faith, we receive it, Lord God. We receive, Lord God, that our needs are being met. We thank you that you are true. We thank you that your word is always right. And we just believe that right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for restoring broken lives, for restoring marriages and relationships. Thank you, Lord God, for healing them right now. That marriage is being restored right now. That love is blossoming again in their hearts. That they're going to walk as one in Jesus' name. And Father, we just thank you for the victory. Come on, begin to thank him even now. Father, we thank you for the victory. We receive it done. And we're always gonna make sure, my God, that you get all the glory, that you get all the honor, that you get all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. And you know, I close every session with the word of God in Psalms uh, 65. Psalm 65, verse one says this. What mighty praise, O God, 
belongs to you in Zion. We will fulfill our vows to you for you answer our prayers. Oh, hallelujah. Fulfill every vow that you give to the Lord and that vow you made to God, God will remember it. So make sure you fulfill that vow because God will answer your prayer and he will expect you, hallelujah, to also fulfill your vow. Mm, come on, somebody. That's just the truth. That's God's word, amen. And remember, when you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. God bless you and walk in victory today in Jesus' name. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.